Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the show. As me and the doc ready to rock, we are going to get uh, straight into the questions uh, here today. We've um, got a ton of uh, them to get through, so we're going to keep on trucking, as it were. Everything all right, your end there, Captain? Yeah, good and be. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was I was thinking about this in the week. The um, it's quite interesting that we have quite often. I mean. We don't actually talk about the show before, and we have the questions. We don't talk about it. And quite often, we have completely different views, which is quite refreshing, really. I mean, you, you have one view on one thing. I have another view. Uh, I think that's interesting. You have the sort of the physical instructor giving one view, and you have the doctor giving another view. So it means that nothing's ever completely right. No, totally. Views. And yeah. I think people got to take out of it what they, what they want. And I, I had somebody comment to me the other day. He said, what I love about the show, he said, is the uh, attitude towards learning. He said, because I'm always like thinking, well, what about this and what about that? And we're, we're always exploring each other's answers yeah. and knowledge. Yeah. And I'm open. I, I balls things up all the time. I, I'm open to be uh, corrected. If anybody wants to send information in and educate me, that's great. But oh, we are, exactly, we are hearts in the right place, our heads in the right place. And we're trying to, to, to use our kind of over 40 years of combined experience. So we're not kind of just shooting from inexperience. But, yeah, totally, Mark. For everybody to know what, what the doctors do, Mark, they, they practice medicine, don't they? Yeah, it's practice. It's not it's an exact it's science. Practice, yeah. Yeah. I think things that were cast in stone when I first qualified are now laughed at. And things that I think are uh, really important now will be laughed at in 30 years' time. It moves on. I mean, Same moves. with exercise, Mark. If, if yeah. you think about it, it's it's gone, you know, even to the point now where they're saying you don't need to drink water to stay hydrated. You know, I, I never thought you'd do things like that. And I never thought you'd be telling diabetics not to eat uh, kind of uh, so much uh, carbohydrate. And so, yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's come full circle. And lucky we've had the, the benefit of that experience because we're, we're getting a bit older now. But uh, there we go. Cool. So, yeah, that's a good point. And um, uh, I think it's something we, we, we should be proud of. Um, that uh, we we you know we 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 don't think we know everything, no. totally. Because I, I I the the old thing is as I the more I learn the less I know, and I, I couldn't agree with that more. So the the first question uh, then, um, dear Rich and Mark, in the last five or ten years, I've noticed that small cuts and grazes take ages to heal. I mean ages, well over a month, like two or three months, and invariably leave a scar. I seem to remember as a kid, things taking a couple of weeks. Um, I'm only taking nicks, or I'm only talking nicks at the moment, but I would hate to see what would happen if I cut myself properly. 
I wonder if this is an age thing or could it be related to physiology or some sort of deficiency in my diet? Uh, thanks, Rob. That's a great question. And I, I, um, vitamin C is my thing, but leave it to you, Mark, because it's your area. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, this is Rob again, isn't yes, it? Yes, Rob again. <laughs> he, I told you he's got too much time on his own. He's got too much time on his own. He's my good mate. I mean, large bars were huge when I was small. I think we look at everything through rose tinted glasses and, and often wounds that healed roughly the same time. But we didn't notice it when we were 12. We didn't think about it. We just thought, oh, that's going to heal. Yeah. But if, if, if it is true, I mean, there are reasons, there are medical reasons why uh, people can have slow healing of wounds. I mean, the first one, the commonest one, because 7% of the population are this, is diabetes. I mean, mm. Rob clearly isn't diabetic, but mm. the um, if you're diabetic, your wounds do take longer to heal up. That's right, that. yeah. Okay, the next sort of common thing is, is zinc deficiency. If you've got zinc deficiency, you, you will take longer to heal up because it's part of the clotting cascade. So right. you need zinc, all right? So it, it, that's a slight part, that's a possibility. I mean, there's other things like... Where would you get zinc then, Mark? Oh, seafoods and nuts and seeds, Sea, is it? Seafoods and nuts. I mean, uh, yeah, seafoods and nuts are very good. You can you can get you can uh, you can actually do a, a test if you want to. It's called the uh, zinc tally test. You can, I think you can even buy it, where you, you drink this drink, and if you can taste a sort of metallic taste, you you uh, you are have got enough zinc. If you can't taste it, you haven't got enough zinc. Oh. So you can't do a zinc tally test. But yeah, you can buy zinc supplements easily if you wanted to. You could try that to see if that makes a difference, or just eat bendy shellfish. That would do the job. Mm. Um, the other thing is if you've got. Uh, as people get older, and this is probably the reason why people's healing is not quite as good as they get older, is yeah. their human growth hormone lowers as you go old, get older. Right. So, well, I mean, you need human growth hormone to to, to heal, and um, you know, ways. You know, there are ways of increasing your human growth hormone. Eating a eating a decent diet is is the commonest thing. Getting adequate sleep. Not eating carbohydrates before bed because as soon as you've got any insulin in your, in your system, it knocks off the uh, GH. Yeah. Yeah, it knocks the production of uh, human growth hormones. So, uh, and also make sure you've got plenty of vitamin D again, same old record. Mm. But, um, that, that, that's maybe one for Rob that is you may not get enough HDH. Um, uh, the other thing is if you've got rheumatoid arthritis, you can get it, but he clearly hasn't got rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. And if you've got any vascular disease, that could cause it, but he clearly hasn't got that either. Yeah. So yeah. really for him, I think you look at zinc, what you if- look at uh, human growth hormone. But yeah. the other thing is it's, it's probably no big, biggie. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, it's well as you say. It's I don't know. I might have to think to myself if I have a cut. No, I do think it's a month is a long time to for the cut to heal, or even two or three months is a really long time for yeah. it to heal, isn't it? So, how about um, maybe going to go and see his doctor and uh, having um, getting get, get, well anything just to be on the safe side, you know, belt and braces. Yeah, you can, have, um, you can have a coagulation test, which will test the, your your uh, clotting cascade. That's it. Yeah, check that the, the basic uh, stuff yeah, out. Do. I'm so so uh, used to giving out advice that doesn't involve doctors now that I forget about going to see a doctor. Yeah, I know. Don't forget you lot. Uh, you know, we give you a lot, give you a lot of grief, you GPs. But uh, yeah, there's a cut. Co- yeah, coagulation test. Perfectly <laughs> honest with you, it's unlikely to be a problem. But if he, if he's really worried about it, yeah, get a coagulation test. Um, but I also read, Mark. I don't know what you uh, I think. I have lots of these snippets of information, which I know are dangerous, uh, really. Um, vitamin C, proline, and lysine yeah. help to build collagen. Yeah. So they are like the substrates, if you like, of the formation or the things to build collagen. So Yeah, and it's a connective tissue, basically. It connects everything together. Oh, there we go. Okay, great. So uh, three, four, five... 
was right, that was the first question. Right, okay. Dear Rich and Dr. Dennis, can you recommend a good ab workout for lower abs? Thanks, Stephanie, 38. Right, uh, I'd like to thank Stephanie for another bit of a break for me. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> get your cocktail out feedback. And get... So I'm sure Mark could come up with an exercise for this. But generally, when people ask me for exercise for specific areas of the body, I ask them why, but I, I haven't uh, emailed Stephanie back. But let's just say, uh, just to answer the question, uh, straightforward. Lower abs, you can lie on your back. You can do reverse curls, which is... Um, you have to Google these things because it's hard to explain a, a, a movement in words. But basically, lie on your back, knees bent, feet together, and you bring your knees up, and then you take your knees back down and tap your toes on the floor, and then lift your knees back up again, and you should get some work there. You can do what are called tail lifts. So again, lying on your back, legs straight up in the air, and then lifting your legs up vertically um, using your internal uh, muscles. Um, again, loads of technical caveats on this advice and information, so you should really watch a video if you're going to use any of this. And then finally, one of my favourites are Roman chairs or hanging leg raise type movements because they do work a lot of the lower abs, but they also, you know, they work the whole abs and they, they demand a lot of core stability there. So like knee raises in a Roman chair, you know Roman chair, Mark? I've got, I've got a GHD, which is similar, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, if you've got a GHD, that's futuristic. That is, you, yeah. you know, that's <laughs> gyms. Gyms will, will hopefully all have those sorts of things in the future, but that's specialist stuff, really, if, if it is considered specialist stuff. But that's actually my, the first thing on my list for my new gym. So, um, wonderful bit of kit. About 750 quid. Yeah. yeah, wonderful bit of kit. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, use it, I use it all the time. It's, it is my go to piece of kit. But I, yeah. I just squat. I mean, I think, yeah. I, okay, I don't think there's low abs as well, but for just doing your abs, squatting is brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the the glute ham developer, as Mark of GHD, if anybody oh, wants it. By the way, yeah, uh, it's think the hair tongs, don't they? GHD, yeah, oh, yeah, I bet uh, women will be going and saying, Oh, yeah, I've got some. That's right, I forgot about that. Look at Mark, I mean, you were both bald as well. <laughs> How the hell do we know that stuff? Um, but yeah, the G Glutam uh, developer is a good bit of kit if you want to again YouTube it or whatever you want to and have a little nose at that. But um, if you can get uh, the use of one of those, a lot of CrossFit places do have those in fairness, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my thing for lower abs. But, for example, if you said to me, you've had, you want a lower ab workout, and I said, why? And then you say, oh, I've got this. And then you grab your stomach and you hold this, like, pouch or whatever, which is what I get off some ladies. And maybe they've had babies or maybe, they've, you know, uh, whatnot. Then it's nutrition. Okay. So if you want a flat stomach, and that's why you want an ab workout for the lower abs, then you've got to get rid of the body fat on top, and that's all about the nutrition, uh, guys. Okay, so you can do ab workouts all day. You ain't going to make a blind bit of difference until you're actually down uh, to a low enough body fat level to expose uh, the musculature underneath. Uh, so we'll get the order of events right. Okay, moving on. Hi there, Mark and Richard. I wonder if you can help. I love my soya and seed toast in the morning, but need a spread of some kind as I have structure. Is that right, Mark? Structure. Yeah. Structure in, my, stricture in my esophagus 
caused by acid reflux. As a result, bread literally gets stuck. And it's so terribly uncomfortable. Can I eat honest to goodness good old butter? Question mark. Oh, it would be the only time I really eat it. Any thoughts, please, Alexandra, uh, 50 years old? This, this is my favourite question. It's an, yeah, go on. It's my favourite question, by far, because it's it's old meets new, really. I mean, this, this lady's trying to do her best. She's eating soya and seed toast and low-fat spray. She thinks that's the... Um, you know, the, the good way to go. That's what um, she's been told. It's, um, you know, healthy and all that. Yeah. In fact, unfortunately, it's all the wrong stuff. I mean, I, I used to suffer from uh, reflux. And um, I, 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 as a side effect of me going to a uh, paleo diet, I cured it. Um, I also cured my asthma, hay fever. Um, uh, you know, it's basically what she's eating is causing a reflux. And unfortunately, soya is one of the biggest causes of reflux. So... She may love her soy and seed toast, and she's worrying about putting butter on it, but it's the soy and seed toast that's actually causing her the harm. So getting off the grains is very important to, to get rid of get rid of your acid reflux. The only time I get acid reflux now is when I drink alcohol. That's that's the time I get reflux now. So I you know, I, I, I just suffer it then. That is brilliant. Oh, well, obviously, you when you uh, need a beer, you've got to, you know, that's, that's worth the sacrifice and stuff. Absolutely. Mark, that's, <laughs> ama- that's amazing <laughs> advice, mate, and it's great that, that you've got the that personal thing, experience. Yep. The other thing of this is she's worrying about butter. Now, butter is, you know, the stuff that people eat, the muck they eat instead of all these low fats, low, um, you know, high olive oil, all these sort of, you know, olivios and yeah, margarines. And they're, all, they're all margarines. They're all basically based on um, vegetable oils. Vegetable oils are pro-inflammatory, don't do you any good at all, mess up your gut flora, whereas butter is full of something called butyric acid, which improves your blood lipids, not makes it worse, it improves it, and improves your insulin sensitivity. In other words, it improves your ability to get rid of carbohydrates. Mm. So butter is just a health food, basically. It, is, it should be eaten. Best to get grass-fed butter, and the way to get grass-fed butter is, I know Kerrygold for sure is grass-fed, so that gives you stuff that will, it, it can help you absorb um, calcium, it will help you uh, make strong bones and teeth, especially women who are about to have children or got or breastfeeding, they should eat butter by the gallon. If you go on a, um, a sort of up to uh, some sort of wilderness, take butter with you. It's about the best thing you can eat to give you energy and keep you healthy. So yeah. don't don't stint on the butter, eat it you know, as much as you can, really. Well, I'm, I'm chuffed with that, uh, the quantity. I know I, I'm a big fan of butter, but you're saying that you can eat it in as big quantity. Oh, well, that's great, because I do eat a lot of butter. But I, mean, I, I, I sent the lady straight back for her to definitely just go for it with the butter, but I didn't know that soya was a big trigger for acid reflux. So that's fantastic. Yeah, that's, I, I really uh, I can help a few other people with that information. Well, Let me milk, tell you that now. It's terrible as well. The milk actually triggers it as well. And in fact, if you if you've got, I mean, it sounds strange. Oh, actually, it's, it's another question later on. But you yeah. can. I mean, spicy food doesn't trigger reflux. People always think it does. It doesn't. No, no. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you. Excellent advice. Last question for this episode, Rich and Mark. I've had DOMS for a week. Is this normal? What can I do to ease sauna? Steve, forty three. Okay, um, DOMS, I'll get into this one, Mark, obviously. Uh, DOMS is, uh, stands for Delayed Onset of Muscle Soreness, and it describes the phenomenon where 
the muscle soreness of a session kicks in 24 to 48 hours after the session, not immediately within that first 24 hours. So delayed onset of muscle soreness. So that's DOMS. Now, is it normal to have DOMS for a week? No. It depends is the, is the, the proper answer. If you're exercising regularly, that's not normal. Uh, there's something something's wrong. If you haven't exercised for a long time and then you've gone and done uh, an extremely um, difficult session, then you can have it for the best part of a week. But it it's you know it's a sign you're not shifting inflammation really well. But the so so it's not normal basically. And if you train regular and you you this is just all of a sudden you've had DOMS for a week then you need to go and, and get yourself checked by, by someone like Mark and we'll see what he has to say now or what he would say. <laughs> um, but to ease the soreness, if it is DOMS and, and, and then you've just given yourself a right old tune in there using the glute ham developer, for example, that'll bloody do it for a week for you or a half a week. Um, you've got to use cold contrast showers. You can use, what's that rub called, Mark, the, the chili rub? Capsicum. Capsicum, that's it. I can never remember that one. Capsicum oil. Uh, you can take, um, you know, medical anti-inflammatories if it's really uh, that bad, but you'd have to see your, your doctor for that or, or, or and have, a, you know, some sort of um, gel or, or tablet. But, yeah, eat a good diet and keep yourself moving. So swimming is good and cycling and, and getting the legs just gently 15, 20 minutes uh, in the pool, walking in the pool or gentle swimming or 15 minutes, 20 minutes on the bike, just low level, spin your legs off. But um, that's my penneth, Mark. Yeah, I, the only thing I would say, because I, I got it when I was when I first got my GHD, and I'm glad you mentioned that because it it's also a machine that can give you rhabdo if you're not careful, which is a breakdown of the protein. Yes. Quite, uh, it, you have to be careful with all, doing all exercise too much. I mean, it basically dogs is because you've overdone it, really, I would say. And it's also more when you've done it in the eccentric phase, when it's the lengthening or stretching phase. Yeah. That causes more DOMS than anything else. So try and do exercise. If you've got a bit of DOMS, try and do exercise that doesn't accentuate the eccentric phase. Yeah. But otherwise, it's, it's, you've, got to, you've just got to pull back, really, haven't you? Yeah, and uh, you, Mark, you mentioned an interesting thing, and I'm not sure whether the, one of the symptoms of rhabdo is actually excessive muscle soreness. Well, you get you get you, you get muscle soreness, but you get you Cramped, you're bloody yeah. ill. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, I mean, I, I have a person who was a surfer, a friend who was a surfer, who got rhabdo from surfing. Yeah, you know, he just done it too much, and he, he was in the water for too long, and he got rhabdo from surfing. He ended up in hospital. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay, so so yeah, that's like some good uh, advice there for Steve. Um, would what tests could you have? Like you know, if you were an athlete and you really had uh, all the the, the kind of bells and whistles in it. Would muscle soreness peak like things like CRP? CK is the one you get. Creatine kinase, kinase, right? That's so the that's the test. like the that's measure. Test, that's the test for rhabdo. It's also the test for if you're going to test for dogs. Well, we don't tend to test for dogs. We just tend to pull back. But if they were getting it really bad, I'd do a CK in case they were breaking down their muscles too much. Right. Okay. Good. Okay. Fantastic. I'm glad I added that little last bit there. That's um, kind of. 
filled my little gap there. Great. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, happy there, Mark. Another- yeah, I, I just realised this is all about giving you information, isn't it? You know, so you can well, be a multimillionaire. Mark, you know, there's uh, <laughs> ulterior motives in everything. Yeah, we've. Uh, I'm certainly learning as much as as the the audience are on on certain topics, you know, and um, it also gets me remembering and re re remembering things that I haven't thought about for a long time about things that I thought that I'd, you know, I'd it's, done. it's the same so for me though. It's I, good, yeah, it's healthy. It's basically when you you come to the questions, you tend not to look it up. I tend to have to look stuff up because I I forget things so quickly, and because this is more worried well than my normal work, which is mm. the sick, mm. I, I have to look it up. You know, I have to look quite a lot up. I mean, it's not just, uh, I have to look in research papers and everything to find out what the, the what latest, latest is. is. Yeah, well, that's good that you do that. And um, as you say, that's probably a better approach than my uh, shoot from the hip one. But uh, there we go. We have to go with uh, what we can. And that's is a, the most commitment as I can and do. Uh, I, I have to think about the questions as I receive them when I you know do them. But I don't um, necessarily do any research unless they, I probably don't know about it. And I don't want to make myself look like too much of a knob then. So I'll have a little read. <laughs> it, tends to be, it tends to be the things like um, the, the, the juices and all that that I know nothing about. Yeah. And the, um, the raspberry stuff. Stuff and all that. I never know anything about it. Either, oh, so yeah. I'm doing research at the moment, and I'm if I see a fat loss advert on YouTube or whatever, I'm clicking all the fat loss adverts, and I'm kind of copying the screens. I'm grabbing the screens, and I'm just saving them all in a file at the moment because I'm I'm going to write about it, and uh, it's they it just it's so ridiculous. It is, and right. um, yeah. Good, but good. The, the people will pay, pay for the shortcut. Oh man, that's what I mean. Like, there's people out there and. It's like every month at the moment there seems to be a new um, kind of strategy or whatever or a new product and it's by yeah, I'm gonna write the book and I won't speak about it now because we're gonna okay. have a, uh, our, our time or whatever. But yeah, it's it's great. Um okay, great. Well thanks uh, Mark for your for your all your efforts here and uh, people are uh, you know, it's been well received the show. Usual uh, crack, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Please send us your questions and please leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes. Uh, thank you very much. It's bye from me. And it's bye from me. You, Me and the GP Radio Show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.